Hi there, and welcome back to the Disabled Tales. I'm your host, and we're going to go over a topic that most people might not be very comfortable hearing about or um, really discussing. Um, and it's being brought on because of the newest uh, Victoria's Secret Angel model. Um, if you have been on social media recently, you've heard that they just brought on the first Victoria's Secret Angel model that has Down Syndrome. So, um, I did a brief, you know, little Google search here, and this beautiful woman, because let's be honest, if you look her up, she is absolutely gorgeous. Her name is Sophia Gerard. I might be mispronouncing that, but, um, I gave it my best shot. But, uh, she is 24 years old. And now you may be wondering, why is this so controversial? Why are people making a big fuss? And, you know, I personally feel the same way. Uh, she is 24 years old. She is an adult. She is clearly consul uh, consenting to having this done. Um, if you look at her history, she's had a history of modeling and you know, she doesn't really have an issue with showing some skin. And by the way, listeners, when I say that, I truly mean she just doesn't have a problem with showing her body. And there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't insinuate, frankly, anything. So some uh, background information, I guess, for you on why I feel like I have the capability of talking about this topic is because I've actually been modeling boudoir for the past, I want to say, two and a half years, and I love it. And I did it before I started uh, having more surgeries, um, and I did it even after. Um, nowadays, I mainly do it just for fun or to help out some photographer friends of mine. But nonetheless, I still I still enjoy it, and it's very lethargic for me at this point. Or cathartic, yeah. Um, but anyways, back to Sophia. Um, people have issues with this because whenever they hear Down syndrome, they imagine that kid at school that's in their class with a special education teacher by them to help them with their work that, you know, either struggles to pronounce certain things, struggles to understand certain things uh, the way that we do, or something of that notion. They view Down syndrome as people incapable of making mature adult situ uh, decisions. And, you know, in some cases, you'd be right. But Down syndrome is not a one-size-fits-all. It's not a, you know, everyone fits this one cookie-cutter diagnosis, living situation, etc. Every disability is unique and, frankly, has a spectrum. So when I say that, I mean, you know, everyone experiences it differently. Some people need a little bit more help than others. Others barely need any help. 
but it all comes down to people think that she is going to regret this or that she doesn't have the ability to consent to modeling in this fashion. And I am here to tell you that if, for, for the record by the way, this is Victoria's Secret we're talking about. This is a big company, big like monster in this lingerie industry that even though honestly their products aren't that great and there's not a whole lot of inclusivity whenever it comes to size, um, people still buy their stuff and they, they, they make a lot of money. Do you think that with making all that money, they wouldn't have a solid lawyer team and go over the possibilities before signing on someone who could potentially be a liability? Of course, they're gonna, you know, do their research and make sure that they, you know, they're covering their asses, you know? But, like, the thought process that some people have had about this frankly, is outrageous. And it's brought on some, you know, anger, I guess, um, from a lot of people in the disability community because we keep facing this situation where people are really uncomfortable with the idea that we have sex or that we are confident in our bodies in a sexual manner. Um, and to me, that's just not, just not right, you know? It's, it's like you're you're trying to infantilize us and that's not how this works. You know, I'm a I'm a grown woman. I am 24 myself and you know, I have desires, I have needs. And sure, maybe I have to go about reaching those those needs and desires differently than a regular able person. But it doesn't mean I don't have sex. It doesn't mean I don't find myself sexy or desirable. Now, are there certain situations where I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to be sexualized in this case. Absolutely. But are there moments where I'm like, yeah, this is, this is purely for I felt sexy. I wanted to show off that I feel sexy. This is my body. And I think my body is desirable. And sure, absolutely, sexualize it because I am sexualizing my own body. But it comes back to, you know, how people perceive others that are disabled and not really wanting to see them for full, just as complex human beings that do the same thing that you guys do, just might have some modifications, you know? Wheelchair user might have to use certain things to hold them up, or they have to lay down, or something else. Someone who's got really bad knees might not be able to do certain positions. You know, it's it goes in so many complex forms, and that's why I, for one, <laughs> am a big advocate for sexual health in the sense of not only, you know, taking care of yourself in the realm of STIs and STDs 
and you know making sure you're not getting pregnant when you don't want to be pregnant or getting someone else pregnant when you don't want to get them pregnant etc but also like feeling content with what you've done so you know some people don't want to have penetrative sex some people just prefer to do hand stuff oral stuff etc and you know some people much rather just have toys involved not much else you know and i think it's important to communicate with whoever you're you know having these sexual acts with to make sure that both of you are communicating what you want and what you're okay with what you're not okay with and that conversation goes whether you're abled or disabled and it should always be that way consent and such should not be any different than if you're abled and so i kind of wanted to go over how i've gotten some really odd questions and not even particularly about me uh for a very good instance um when i had roommates uh my partner had um been friends with our roommate and his friend was flirting with a girl at a bar who's a wheelchair user and instead of just asking this girl hey so are you are you capable of having sex and if so would you be down with doing that with me and how would it go about like just ask them <laughs> Instead, he went about it in a really roundabout way, asked my partner to ask me if she's able to have sex and how that would go down and if that would be offensive. Listener, I, I really am being genuine when I say that that is a question he did in fact ask. And... All I gotta say is, is that honesty is the best policy, and truth be told, this goes for me, but honestly from what I've, you know, been told by other people in the community, then I've talked about this, is we all come to a pretty conclusive answer, and that is, if you have questions, just ask. And if we go, yeah, no, I'm not interested in you like that, then you just take the L and move on. But, I mean, it, it doesn't hurt to ask whether or not that person is interested or not. And if they happen to be interested, well then, great, they can, they can answer your questions. And therefore, it leaves no room for miscommunication. But, yeah, no, I've, I've been asked some weird questions when I've been walking around with my cane and going to sex shops because that's a thing that I do. Um, I've definitely gotten some weird looks and people have asked me, you know, how, how does sex go? Like, what's, why are you needing a cane and does it impact how you have sex? And I mean, I'm a pretty open book, so I'll go ahead and tell you listeners. Uh, 
sort of. I mean, I have really crappy knees. I have terrible joints, especially in my legs. And so that makes certain positions a little harder and I can't exactly either A, do them at all, or B, I can't do them for very long. So like, yeah, but I'm still gonna have sex. I'm still gonna do sexual things because that's what I want to do and I have every right and decision and choice to do it. But honestly, we should be having more diverse models to show that we can be sexual, we can be sexy, we can be desired, and we can do the same things that you do. It just might be a little different, but that's not a problem, and it should never be a problem. So yeah, if you have any questions, even weird specific ones, whether you're an able person or disabled person, and you just kind of want to know, you know, you want to, you want some answers, whether it's about the topic of sex, whether it's about photo shoots and how you go about it whenever you're being vulnerable, like boudoir, or even something crazier or weirder or something that's completely off topic, please feel free to hit up my, you know, DMs on my link tree that have my, you know, Instagram and Twitter, or if you want to email me, you can email me too. So if you have any questions, please feel free to shoot me some questions. Just know that if you're asking me about someone who is completely different from me on if they can have sex or is it offensive or something to that matter, um, just, just know I, I can't give you an answer because I'm not them. But if you have a general question or um, a specific one for me, then please feel free to ask away. Um, I can you know, answer on here, or I can answer via response to you directly. But yeah, I think we covered it pretty well today. So I will see you next time. Um, hopefully this week I will be uploading actually kind of a, a bonus episode um, with one of my guests that I have recorded with this past week. Um, I just have to get it approved after I've edited it, and I will upload it as soon as I can. So be looking forward to that, and I will see you next time on The Disabled Tales. Thanks.